0: podcast show. This is our wind down Wednesday segment. And we want to thank you in advance for stopping by on this awesome evening to join my amazing guest and myself. Right here on TT from the D podcast, you will find a wide range of guests that include community leaders, entertainers, authors, business professionals, and entrepreneurs. Our target audience is vast, with something for everyone. We enjoy providing a platform to inspire, encourage, and empower. Power people while adding laughter and excitement to our everyday lives. So, with that being said, and it being a hump day Wednesday, tonight we're gonna unwind and relax. And I can't think of a better person to have coming in the building tonight. Not only is he amazing, but in light of what he has coming up for us on this coming Friday, you're not ready, but I need you to get ready. And you know that old (laughs) saying. You don't have to get ready when you stay ready. So my amazing guest is a repeat offender. He's been through here. You've had the pleasure of checking him out on my live stream over on StreamYard and Facebook Lives and all those different platforms. And shout out to all the people overseas that's been watching us. Those interviews, I have to say. And I give a hand clap. I would with both hands, but one glass has wine and the other one is a finger snapping hand. But... (laughs) Those shows that I've had the pleasure of having my guest on has had over 2000 views. And so when I saw the numbers, I was like, what? They love him. Okay. I thought they love me, but they love him. And so (laughs) I decided, "Ah, let me go ahead and bring this fella back. So you see him every morning. If you are an early person to rise up and shine, even if you just want to catch him with that smile and catches his partner in crime, Rhonda every morning bringing it to us live and direct but you also have been blessed i'm sure for all of those e3 fans i'm dropping a hint i hope you know what i'm talking about and who i'm talking about but without any further ado because i could give a show all by myself i really wouldn't have to bring him on to talk about him i'd like to bring into the building Evra casimi hello Everard.
1: hello hello i'm so happy to be here this is this is like my favorite podcast to do because you keep it real all the time we have fun, we laugh, we talk a little bit of smack,
0: and yes. we just have
1: a good old time.
0: Yes, yes. Firstly, I just have to say thank you so much, because I know you're a very busy person, and you know, I love having you on, and we do have a great time. And because we're friends, it just seems like sometimes there's no one listening or nobody viewing us, and we just kicking it, and we have to just, I have to you have to bring me back, you have to throw that Fisher around like, TT, reel really it back in, bring it back in. <laughs> but it's always fun it's always absolutely, fun absolutely
1: absolutely
0: so I have my wine ready honey I am ready to go for this wine down Wednesday I I first of all I'm gonna say this because I said this to all of my guests okay and all my guests are dope but I would like for you in your own words to tell our uh, listeners a little bit about who you are and where you come from
1: I am I'm a man I'm a black man I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm a brother, I'm a son, I'm an uncle, a cousin, a nephew, I'm a news anchor, I'm a writer, I'm a songwriter, I'm a singer, I'm a believer in Christ, and I'm a human being with faults just like the next person. And I'm a lover of music.
0: Well said, you got me over. Now I'm sipping on my wine and I felt like I was about to go to church just a tad bit because i felt that thing i felt that no really i felt that you you know and you left out you're you're a friend you know you're a friend to many and yeah you're a friend to many and um i'm just i'm thankful to to have had the opportunity to work with you personally professionally but just to know you like to just know you ever the man Ladies and gentlemen, what you see is what you would get in person. And you are who you are. You know, that there is no lights, camera, action. Oh, for the camera, here's Evrod. It's like, <laughs> this is Evrod on camera, off camera. So I'm thankful for that.
1: Well, thank you. You know, I, I can only be me. You only get one life. And um, it's not worth using that life pretending to be somebody that you're not. Yeah. You know, and I, I learned that uh, throughout my career. Look, I can I can be my best self. So you can take it or leave it. And um, but I'm gonna give you give you
0: F-Rod. Amen. So let me ask you, let's jump into this thing, because I'm super excited. What made you want to record a live album?
1: You know, um, I love going to concerts. That is, if, if there's one thing, you know, some people love watching TV, some people love to eat, and believe me, I love to do both of those things as well.
0: I too. But
1: I can go to a concert. I'm not the person that wants to sit in a seat in the back, in the nosebleed section. If I'm going to a concert, I want to be standing the entire time, and I want to be in the front row. Mm. I want to connect with the artist. I also love reading, when we had CDs, I I, I like reading the, the lyrics to, to songs and just being one with the artistry of, of music. Mm. And so throughout my my time of doing music, especially here in Detroit, the one question that I get asked all the time, I get asked a lot of questions, but this is one that sticks out is, when is your next show? I want to come to one of your shows. Mm. Especially after I've just had a show, people ask me, when is your next show? I miss this one, I, you know. Um, And so I said to myself, if we can record this show and put out a live album, then this would give everybody something to hold onto until they can make it to a show. Mm. And a live concert is so much different than the studio version and recording. You, You get more of the feeling from the artists of what they intended for that song to be you can also tell whether or not the artist can actually sing. (laughs) Uh oh. You know what I'm saying? Yes. um, And it just is important to me to be able to give people that full experience. I love, love music and I love to have fun with music. And for people to somehow be able to channel that, not just in the video, because, you know, if you follow me on social media, you've seen video of this live recording. Mm-hmm. this live album but to be able to to have this and play it with you in your car and and to to be able to imagine what it was like at that show to me that's really really powerful and really important and i remember specifically uh, even before i was definitely going to put this out as an album i let my dad and my brother hear it as i do all of my music before i put it out mm-hmm. and my brother said to me and my father separately this is their favorite album of mine because you can feel what it was like to be at that show.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's big coming from two men that I know you love and respect, but from at, at different times, it's not like they're sitting there and say, "Yeah, I concur." Exactly what he just said. Yeah, I, yeah, yep. that had to mean a lot to you.
1: Absolutely, it, it meant the world to me because they both are very, very involved in music. My father's mm-hmm. the reason that I that I sing today. He wasn't Joe Jackson, but he... Hallelujah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> he rest in peace. Yes. But uh, he made sure that um, when they were looking for somebody to sing in church, my hand was raised, you know? Mm. So for him to say that, um, and it's not church music, right. so that meant a lot to me. And then my brother, you know, he's he's the biggest critic. He'll be like, no, nah, that ain't it. That ain't it. <laughs> and for him to say that this was uh, the best album, and he really enjoyed it, Live music just does something to you.
0: Interesting. Now describe the creative process you went through while recording E3 Live. Uh,
1: Well, I spoke with the engineer, sound engineer for the events. This was recorded at my album release party for E3. That's why it's called E3 Live. Mm -hmm. And the 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 process for all of it was number one, let me back up, discussing the the set list with my music director and figuring out, okay, what do we want to present to the people? What songs do we think that they're gonna enjoy the most? And I wanted to make sure that there was uh, a reason that we were doing those specific songs. Uh, I wanted to make sure that everything flowed together nicely. I wanted to make sure that people had moments where they could laugh. And not just, I mean, I wanted everybody to dance. I wanted people to feel sad a little bit too. And all that happened. But I also wanted to give people moments where they where they could laugh. And I wanted just to be real with the audience about what these songs mean and meant to me as I was writing them. So that was the beginning part. Then the second part was talking with the engineer, the sound engineer for the event, for the album release party. Can we record this? Can we record this um, for... And a live album and he said absolutely and then at that point once it was all said and done I went into the studio and, and listened to it and was really critical of, of myself my, my vocals we mixed it we mastered it and, uh, and then we did a photo shoot and and here we are just a couple weeks later putting the whole thing out
0: and that's interesting considering there's a different process from your perspective or even us as consumers when we listen to a live versus something that was mixed and mastered in the studio. Mm -hmm. What was the most challenging thing that you noticed, although you kind of pre-did it and you still have to go in, what was challenging between performing it live than having to go in versus I'm just going into the studio and we're, we're actually doing this from tracks?
1: so the the <laughs> that's a very good question actually. thank you sir that's thank a you very good question thank you so when you're in the studio you can you can mess up all you want <laughs> uh-huh nobody would, nobody would ever know you just like you know what uh, mr engineer i'm going to take that that line over okay uh, and you can make it sound absolutely perfect
0: mm-hmm.
1: um you get all the words right that's another thing
0: Oh. And
1: when you do a live album, you are recording it live. Now, some people go into the studio and they will re-sing certain parts, or they if they messed up on the words, they will change. You know what they messed up on. But I really wanted to keep it as true and authentic to the live element as it was. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's there's parts where people had me laughing and. You know, I didn't take that out. I left I left those things in there. I remember specifically, because remember, this album release party happened the day after the album came out. Yes. And TT, you were there. Yes. And I performed. So the first three songs that I did at this album release party, which you'll hear on the album, were songs that had already been out. They mm-hmm. had been out for months, if not years. Mm-hmm. So these are songs that I expected people to know if you're coming to an Everard concert, Chances are you know Everard's music, and mm-hmm. chances are you can sing along. So these are songs that people had had likely heard before. So when I got to the fourth song, I introduced it as I wanna do a new song for y'all from E3. And so as I'm singing, you know, the the, the first verse of this song, the reaction that I got from the audience was exactly what I expected. They're, they're more engaged and they're listening as opposed to just dancing and singing along with the other three songs. Mm-hmm. So we got to the chorus of this song now. There was a, a woman in the front row who I found out later, she has come to every album release party I've done since 2018. So that's, this is album release party number three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, E3. Mm-hmm. So as soon as we got to the chorus of that song, she's singing along. And it tripped me out because I I literally, you'll hear on the recording, I I stopped singing. I said, hey, you know it. Because (laughs) to me, that's a true fan. Mm -hmm. That's something that in in 24 hours, they listened to that record over and over and over again, leading up to the album release party, came there, got there early enough that they can get the front row. Mm -hmm and then they're singing along. And to me, out of everybody that was there, seeing somebody sing along to your lyrics for a song that's only been out for a day is the most touching thing that you can have as an indie artist because it's not on the radio. It's it's basically somebody saying, your album just came out, I'm going out the day that it comes out to stream it and to listen to those words. And um, I even forgot what your question was, but that was- <laughs> No, you're
0: answering it. You're answering it. And you just gave us a little bit more substance. So you're yeah. on target.
1: That's that's what meant the most to me is, is seeing that reaction.
0: Awesome. And you wouldn't get that if you were just going into the studio. Right, exactly. Yeah, you wouldn't get that. So that gives us another way of looking at it through another set of lenses. Mm-hmm. Um from a consumer's perspective and then I'm sure for other artists out there that will be tapping in or that are currently listening, they could, you know, imagine that. I I now I, I would say this and this is I don't know how the, how people will take this. I don't think everybody's meant to record live. Um and I I and I say that. That was saying. Okay, I'm sipping and tripping. <laughs> <laughs> but no i say that because you said it earlier you get to learn who can sing and who can't Mm -hmm. okay so the Shea tree has to get cut down because i was just being blunt
1: and and here's the thing those that are not meant to sing live there's ways to go into a studio and and re-sing certain lines and add auto-tune and all that and believe me it's been done Mm-hmm. For other people, um, mm-hmm. I wanted to keep the integrity of the live show. Listen, uh, I dance, you know, while I'm while I'm singing, doing all these uptempo songs. You get out of breath sometimes. You you're literally getting a real live show in mm-hmm. a, in, a, in an album, and I kept the integrity of of that night in there.
0: You did, and it's built over even into the after party for those that came to the after party and had an opportunity to get on that dance floor with you, with the rest of your team, with people that were there to support, you have a lot of music that are club bangers. And so, yeah, that are party, like you can't, you're not gonna sit in your seat. Mm -hmm. Certain songs come on, you like, hey, let's go hustle. (laughs) Let's go do this, you know? And so that's saying something too, because everybody doesn't have that.
1: And I think that's important. I I love writing music from the heart. You know and those slow songs the ballads the mid tempos Mm -hmm. those are the songs where i really get to express myself lyrically but music i want people to also to have a good time you know there's certain artists that are out there that are hugely popular but you can only listen to them in the winter Mm. you know what i'm saying yeah their music is very sad yeah Um, and 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 i love her um, she's a she's a very talented person. If you can picture who I'm thinking about, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I already knew. I was about to say it, but I'm not.
1: Right, and, yeah. and I'm not going to say it either. But just yeah. imagine who I'm talking
0: about. Yes, yes. Um,
1: but you know, I I, I wish that everybody kind of had that that balance where you still can give us something fun to enjoy. Because what are you going to sing at your residency?
0: Mm. Yeah. And believe me,
1: I've seen this person in concert, too. I will say that. And OK, OK. And I, I do love, I love slow songs, because you can really tell who can sing. When when you're ready to listen to a slow song by any artist,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then that means that they can really, truly sing. You know. But I also want people to have a good time.
0: You have to balance it out. It's just like with love and discipline with your children. You have to love on them, and you have yeah. to discipline them. And it's a beautiful mixture when it's done right.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. And there was no shade to anybody. I'm not speaking to anybody specific.
0: Okay. <laughs> We're not here to, you know, I'm sipping and tripping. He's just being real about what he's saying from an artist's perspective. Yeah. And just, you know, as a consumer, you, I love to put on, and this is real, I love to, to put on an artist um, that has a variety for me. Yeah. You know, you know it's a bomb album when you don't have to skip. Mm-hmm. Now, you might skip over this because you're in a mood. So you're like, I just need up tempo, Or I might yeah. be going through something. And I want something real smooth. But when you can just let it play. Yeah. Like, when we when we had the private listening for your project, it was just like, we're just like, okay. There was nothing to skip. Yeah. Just like, you know, and it's like, I love going to those because you get to see. And I love music. Like, you, you know, I love music. And so... Yeah. Um, I enjoy it from all genres. And so, yeah, you are what you are. And like you said, like one of your hit songs, you know, you know, when you know, you know, you know. know. Okay, you know. I'd
1: love to do a song with with your husband at some point.
0: I would love that too. I think that would be super dope. May I, is
1: what I should be saying. Uh, uh, uh,
0: Yeah. Yeah, one day. Yeah, for sure,
1: (laughs) for sure.
0: I see it in your future. I see it in your future.
1: I I think so too, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't know if I'm related to Cleo or not, but I see <laughs> your future. <laughs> oh my goodness, I can't, I can't. <laughs> okay, so I'm sorry. This 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 E40 Mango Peach is the bomb. It's oh. so good. Yeah, yeah. I gotta get you some. I, of this. I love, this, that. This. I love that
1: we're winding down on a Wednesday. Yeah, like, week has been so hard. We gotta wind out in the middle of the
0: week. Yeah, we do. You know. I'ma wind down tomorrow too. So I am just <laughs> It's appropriate today though. It's appropriate okay. today. <laughs> okay. Now I have to ask you on a serious note, where do you get your motivation to write from?
1: Uh emotions.
0: Mm. I am a very uh
1: how do I describe it? Whenever I experience extreme emotion in any direction, whether it's sad, happy, that's the time when I when I write. Okay. Here's the way that it works. It could be literally anywhere. It could be a a word, a a word that triggers an idea. But a lot of times it's in the car, Mm -hmm. and um, because that's when I have time to think for myself about said emotion and kind of ponder on it myself, Mm -hmm. and I've also found that turning it into a song makes the most sense, you know, because if you think about it, right?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Let's put it this way. Let's say that you get angry at a coworker, right? Okay. you really just want to go thump that coworker. Mm -hmm. They did this, this, or this. Well, you know what the end result would be. You would get fired and or hauled out of that building in handcuffs. This is true. So instead, and I'm not saying that I'm a fighter, but that was the first thing that came to mind. (laughs) Um, Instead, I decided to turn that into a song. And a lot of times too, I'll put names, but then I go back and I'll rewrite and I'll take out names and and you know make it a little bit less obvious exactly who I'm speaking about or this, that, or the other. But typically anytime I'm feeling extreme emotion one way or the other is when I write. And it it's interesting and it's so crazy because like it's almost like a like a like a journal, right? When you go back and you you listen to some mm-hmm. of the stuff that you've written in the past. Like when I go back and listen to my first album, of Music, and I think about specifically what those songs were about and where that situation has now developed into in 2022. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to me. And then you think about how you would have reacted off of that emotion that you were feeling and how that could have drastically changed the situation, sometimes for the better, but a lot of times for the worse. Right. So it's it's therapeutic Ooh. to be able to sit there and say, you know what, you know how everybody typically has that friend, or you should have that friend that you can call and talk smack to about that coworker that you wanted to whoop their behind, and this and that and the other. and That kind of helps you calm down. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a way of of doing just that. But I'm telling everybody, <laughs> but you guys don't really know exactly what I'm speaking about. So
0: gotcha. So metaphorically speaking, basically.
1: Yeah, but almost like real life speaking <laughs> for
0: sure don't let me know the situation I'm like oh he's talking about something. but right. yeah yeah and I know I can see that um I used to write poetry and so I wrote from emotion and I believe that a lot of beautiful pieces come from your emotions because they're live they're living inside of you even if it's momentarily mm-hmm. and you allow it to be birthed and manifest when you put it out on pen and then you speak it, or you sing it, or you read it, and that gives it a whole nother level of life.
1: Absolutely, and what's crazy is, a lot of times when I do that, and then I go back and I rewrite, because I, and the reason I rewrite a lot of times is because I feel like it's a little too personal, Mm -hmm. and I wanna make it a little bit more vague and or relatable to the audience. One song I did not do that on is called
0: Blessed. I love Blessed, now you know, i was pumping i did that remember when i did that 30 day rise and shine challenge yes you
1: pumped it every single day
0: for Ooh, because it's like Come on, you gotta you gotta you, you what you have to know every day despite whatever because we go through things because we're human beings we're spirits having a human experience so we experience something every single day but right. when you rise above the ground and your feet hit the floor despite what you just went through last night or a little while before you laid down you're blessed to be breathing functional organs and active limbs and so when i listened to that i'm like i want everybody to hear this and it became a favorite of people who were randomly stopping by
1: and it's crazy to me because that was a song that i was like Evrod, this song is too personal like the verses were too real like they were too specifically Everard. but that's the song that the majority of people relate
0: to yeah usually we do I,
1: and when I let people that I'm close to, yourself included, hear that song first before it came out, and everybody, I mean, you'll even hear on the album, I have three interludes on there. Two of the three interludes um, are voicemails from from close friends of mine that heard the album ahead of time, and they they listened to the entire thing. Mm-hmm. They kept going back to blessed. Yeah. Um, one of them was a man who said that the song made him cry. And he was at the album release party and he was literally sobbing in the front row.
0: Wow. And so
1: I said to myself, you know what, I'm going to um, I'm going to make that the first song on the album. I mm. normally don't like to start with um, that much of a slow song.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it's not it's not incredibly slow. Um, no, it's not. It's not. It's, it's got a little bit of a, a tempo beat during the, mm-hmm. the chorus and stuff. Um, but normally I would've gone with a a little bit more of a banger um, first, which is why I went with We Go Together second. Mm -hmm. But I also said, you know what, let me do like a, a stripped, unplugged version of this so people can really truly just hear the lyrics. I'm big on lyrics. And so that's why the album begins with Blessed and it ends
0: with the stripped version, the unplugged version of Blessed because you're reminding it when we start the day and when we end the day yeah. no matter what you've encountered, you are blessed. Mm-hmm. Now what artists would you love to collaborate with and tell us why?
1: um I got a long list and uh, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> Some mm-hmm. of them have have come into reality. Amen. Some of them, um, you know, I want everybody to touch and agree and, and, and <laughs> you know, yes, and, and hope that it would, and pray that it will come true. Um, I would love to work with Swifty McVeigh. Oh, yeah. Uh, the infamous rapper.
0: Okay, uh, okay. Um,
1: 12 fame, Eminem fame, and just all around dope artist fame. Uh, awesome. That one, I believe, I'm, I'm just going to speak that into existence.
0: Um, and I'm going to stand mean, in agreement
1: absolutely I've, I've never done a song with another artist yes wow and um i feel like you know Swifty and i should, should work on something i would add you know my sister in music beth um, but we've done two songs together where she's done background vocals on uh 90s r&b and then you know you know
0: yes uh, which was a so, banger
1: thank you oh, wow. um i would love 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 to work with Jennifer Hudson,
0: mm, I could see that Evrod,
1: who is a a friend of mine, and um, you know I, I'm gonna keep asking her. So Jennifer, if you're listening, J. Hud, you know, you know, I've asked you a mil- million times, and I'm hoping that one of these days we can work something out.
0: And I um, see it. I see it.
1: Usher, Chris Brown, I've been a fan of Usher since before I could even walk.
0: Wow, not that long. But no, I was I, about to I, say, I've, wow. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: you know, but Usher to me. Especially when I was recording this live album, I went and listened to his live album mm. many, many, many times, and on different trips to the studio in perfecting this uh, mix for this live album, um, he is who I listened to. Awesome. Um, I think it's very easy to say everybody would love to collaborate with Beyonce. Uh, good luck. Yeah, um, but I'd, I'd love to anything's possible. Anything, anything is possible. Listen, anything is possible yes uh, but that's another story and then um, Mariah Carey I grew up on Mariah Carey I'd love to collaborate with female artists
0: mm. um,
1: yeah and and, and then um, I grew up doing gospel music so the Clark sisters being at their Detroit's own I think that would be incredibly dope or Kiera Shearer
0: mm, so, yeah um, now right there yeah
1: man you know so those are those are on my my wish list of, of people to work with, and, and some of those are coming true sooner than later.
0: And you know, I believe in speaking into an existence. You know, when we speak it into the atmosphere, things tend to manifest. Mm-hmm. So I yeah I I I can I can believe that. I got chills. I I can see you doing that because you really are a really great artist. I love you. I love watching you perform. I love your music. And it's so different because before I got to know you and meet you, I would have never known that you were an artist. (laughs) I never would have known, but you have the whole image piece down. And it's kind of like, it's just, it kind of goes hand in hand. You know how to, Maintain an audience, you know how to get attention and keep it focused, and you know how to keep us right there until the next time, you know. So, just like you keep us ready to see what you got to say the next morning, every morning, you got us ready every time there's something you're hinting to us that you're dropping some new music. We were like, When we're ready, we're waiting on it, and so <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy because you know, we're two days away, yep, from your drop, and I know that. It's just gonna be bananas. I just predict that it's gonna be bananas, and I'm I, excited for you.
1: I, I can't wait. Um, my kids are probably like, "When is this gonna come out?" Because they've heard it about 50 million
0: times.
1: <laughs> like, my son was singing along with it in the car today. And these are, you know, these are songs that they've known for for quite some time. But there's different because my kids have never been to a show that I've done. You know, they're a little too young. Not that mm-hmm. my shows are crazy, but you know, we want to get the babysitter and, and right
0: out um, right. And so to be able
1: to, to see and, and hear dad uh, performing, they, they enjoy it.
0: Nice. Nice. So give us one thing on your list that you plan to accomplish in 2022. That's
1: another very good question. I was sitting here uh, just actually thinking about that as, as we were talking. So in 2022, I plan to release a new project.
0: Nice. Wow. You on fire.
1: I mean, listen. Th- that'll be two albums in a year.
0: Yes.
1: You know? um, as an indie artist, I think that you have that that ability. You do. You know, and so I've been I've been writing a lot right now. I've been writing a lot. Okay. And I'm excited about the stuff that I've that I've written. Okay. Um, I'm toying with different uh, titles for this project. Okay. And I want to have another album release party. That is also Ooh. a concert fundraiser. So, yeah, okay. so There will definitely be another album release party this year. I, I can tell you that. Amen. So, new album, new album release party, new concert, new live concert fundraiser,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I just want to, I want to hear some of this new material on the radio, and I want to hear people in the street that just randomly see me stop me and 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 talk about the music, and that happens. So often now that it, it still it believe it or not, it still catches me off guard. Um I was at a hotel just the other day, the Daxon Hotel in Birmingham, Michigan. And um I was walking through, I was um, chilling with a friend. It was probably like 10, 11 o'clock at night, and um a lady was walking by and she stopped and she said, Are you ever casting me? And I said, Yeah. And she's like, Oh i knew it and she goes because when you know you know
0: oh come on girl come on now no she didn't no she didn't and i just I, I
1: loved it because it was so it was so clever yes 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 you know and it just it just made me laugh so no it was it was really cool and just to hear wow. you know hear from different people about how the different songs and, and albums speak to them and things that they remember so
0: yeah yeah that had to be something because I know when we were riding, I think me and Swift and Cody was riding somewhere and we heard when you know, you know, you know. When I tell you we met a we sent you the video. Now we didn't post it because it was crazy, it was so crazy.
1: <laughs> but
0: we made the little car video. I was like, let's send this to Everett. <laughs> it was like we was clowning in the car, but- was it was, so we fun. was We were so hyped. We were so hyped. And that song gets you hyped. So, yeah that was clever of her if i'd have been there i would have said girl you get one you get one all right get one yeah <laughs> yeah she was on point with that one
1: yeah
0: my last question for you give us a fun fact that your people don't know about evra casamy <laughs> uh-oh you got, some,
1: you got some are you trying to take my job you have some very I'll
0: be your assistant. I'll be your assistant. <laughs> you, you're, you're doing better than an assistant would ever do. Well, come on through now.
1: A fun fact about me, and you're gonna tell me that I'm lying. You're gonna tell me I'm lying. Uh-uh. But I am incredibly, incredibly shy.
0: Boy, bye. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Let me. Let me. Let me I tell can't. You. I let can't me tell you
1: how and 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 why. Okay. Um, because I don't even know I don't even know why. I, I just am. And I'm not going to say I get incredibly nervous before I have to go on stage or anything like that, but like like going to the grocery store or to the mall and stuff like that, I get incredibly shy when I meet people. But I have to be aware of that because people aren't gonna believe that and they're not going to understand that, that shyness, they're gonna think of that as kind of standoffishness and aloofness. So Ooh. I have to pretend to not be shy because I don't want people to think that I'm being rude or dismissive. Um, but yeah, when people stop me at the mall, the grocery store, wherever, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very shy. When I meet different celebrities that I've looked up to, whether I'm interviewing them for for local Ford News or uh, just meeting them backstage at a concert, oh, I'm I'm very very shy. I've I've even said to um, to other people that I'm with, like a lot of times if I'm you know backstage at a concert is because I've been invited there by somebody and you know they want me to meet the artist or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm not the type to go up and hi. I'm I'm cast. No, not at all, not in the slightest bit. And I remember actually the um, the. The first time i met jennifer hudson um the makeup artist that was working i, I met jennifer hudson when i was interviewing her for the movie respect I was interviewing okay. the director and so a friend of mine was doing makeup for the director of the movie
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, uh, so it was the director jennifer and me and i was so nervous to meet her i'd better the day before but like this was when we were actually going to sit down there wasn't really a time limit you know and we could just chat um And I I was so nervous, but I knew to myself, oh, I would love to do a duet with her. I'd love to collaborate with her. And um, I just couldn't get the words out. So I was, as I was leaving, I finished the interview and the makeup artist, who who, again is a friend of mine, she ended up telling Jennifer, you know, he sings, right? He's not just a news anchor. He sings, he's got albums out. And that's when Jennifer was like, wait, what? And my friend had to tell her everything because I was too shy.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah. So
0: I can I mean, you know what I could I'ma say this I like I'm like no because you are seen by hundreds and thousands and thousands of people on a daily basis. Your music is heard everywhere and I remember you were doing an event downtown it was for the cancer walk. Um and so I had the opportunity to work with you there. And so as we were walking through the crowd, like of course you know, um, people recognize who you were. But I remember we got inside the building because it was time to do sound check. And so there was th- these three ladies and they were like, Oh my god, is that ever Cassie me? And it was just like I was like, Yeah. So she's like, Oh my god. I was like, You can go over and talk to him. So you were over in the area where we were and you were waiting for sound check, and I remember one of them approached you. And it was kind of like an off-guardness, but you spoke with them. But now that I'm thinking about what you're saying, I see, I see, I I see it. I see what you're saying.
1: Yeah, and I don't like going to some things like that by myself either. You know? Really? Like I, oh yeah, no. I I I I need somebody with me, just for for safety.
0: I got you. you know? Well, you know, I always roll with you. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or you know,
1: and, and at times when you're not there, if it's not work and it's you know just a concert or or the grocery stores or something like that, my wife is usually with me. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it makes like the situation uh, less nervous for me or allows me to be less shy, but at least um, there's a comfortable environment there. You
0: know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah, I could yeah. see that. Respect that wow see that's a fun fact you No, know, like and i know other people are like uh-uh and if they sipping they wine they sipping and tripping too like <laughs> what <laughs> what and, and it's,
1: and it's funny because i've been i've interviewed a lot of celebrities yeah and i i can think of there's a, a person at our um at our tv station at wdiv that usually accompanies me for those interviews, mm-hmm. or is at those concerts where you know we get to meet the artists and that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I always say to her, You gotta introduce me to them. And she's like, If you don't go over there and introduce yourself, and I'm like, I can't, I can't. <laughs> That's you know, so cute. That's um, cute. <laughs> because because I'm I'm nervous. I remember when I opened for um Patty LaBelle. When I tell you I was terrified to meet her absolutely terrible. I'm opening for her. My dressing room is on the opposite side of the stage as Patty LaBelle's. Oh my. There's there's no other normal, relaxed environment than being at Soundcheck backstage before the show starts. You know, and so I had um, my music director and... My wife and another good friend of mine who actually knows Patty very well. Mm-hmm. And so we all went over and my friend that knows Patty introduced me to her. And uh once, you know, once I've been introduced and I see that the situation is cool and comfortable, I'm good. I'm, I'm definitely a social butterfly as far as that's concerned. Mm-hmm. But it's the initial like first impression um that kind of makes me nervous and 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 shy about that, you know. I can respect
0: that. Yeah. yeah. I can respect that. Well, this, I mean, this evening has been amazing. You know, I love when we kick it. I do too. Um, I really do. Well, thank you. And I love when you come on. You always leave us wanting more. Not only that, you always give us the opportunity to see you outside of how we might have initially saw you. You allow us to come into your world personally as an artist And so as a man, like as a just the man next door, um, but just in another perspective, because you got to believe something, the way you feel sometimes towards people, those people probably there's people out there that feel that same way when they see you. Wow. You got to think about that.
1: I do. I do think about that, too, because I think about how I feel when I meet people that I've looked up to or am a fan of. Mm-hmm. and they make you feel comfortable. That's also a, a thing for me too. So no, you're, you're totally right. You're absolutely right.
0: Yeah, yeah. So my friend, I'm super excited about Friday happening me too. and I'm looking forward to watching how everything happens and unfolds. I'm looking forward as we chop away, you know, we'll be into March in a minute. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, as we just jump into spring, summer and navigate, like, I can see some of your songs being totally hits in the summertime where people can say, rolling with their windows down. You just got your car washed. Yep. You got some ever I blaring, just having a wonderful time. And so you are blessed. Your family's blessed. I think that your music is a blessing i think that what god has given you the skills the talent um you are using it appropriately you're purpose driven and i can't wait to see what's happening next for you outside of 2022 and it's just a pleasure to know you
1: it's a pleasure to know you as well and i i fell in love with your your positivity your all-around fun attitude the love you have for your family your sons your husband it is it is incredible, and you're just TT from the D, you know, <laughs> just just the homegirl that everybody loves. Always is ready to put everybody in, in a good mood. Thank you. You know, and it's always a pleasure to be a part of your your podcast, and and just to hear the questions that you have because you you really think through a lot of things, and you really get me to think. So wow. I appreciate everybody that's listening. You can follow me on on Spotify, on all social media, and then E3 Live drops this Friday
0: yeah and tell them your website I could tell it to them but you go ahead I know it by heart but go ahead it's
1: evrodcasamy.com and you can find me on all social media at evrod yeah I
0: already knew that but I was like go ahead I got you go ahead let's go ahead <laughs> I already know it. I know it. I probably could spell it backwards if I wasn't sipping and tripping I probably could spell it backwards <laughs> <laughs> But I want to thank you. Please kiss the babies for me. Tell Danielle I said, hey. I will do. And uh, I will see you very soon, brother.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I can't wait to talk more music with you as this year progresses. I got some fire on the way.
0: And I'm here for it. I'll be ready for it.
1: All right. When you know, you know.
0: You know? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You have a wonderful night. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye.